the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, hello, it is Crystal from 104.1 The Fish. This is going to be a very special life inspired. It is my joy. It is my privilege because I, too, wanted to do this. And this young lady has done it. First time out. Who am I talking about? Miss Abigail Hayes. She is 2021's Miss Oregon. And it's just going to be a few weeks before you go to the Miss America pageant. Welcome to Life Inspired. Thank you so much for having me, Crystal. It's such a privilege and an honor to be here. And I'm looking forward to this interview. This is not new to your family. Your mother was a former Miss Portland. Yes, she was. What year was that? Or is she going to be mad that we share? (laughs) uh, I'm going to say it anyways. (laughs) My mother was Miss Portland 1980, so 41 years ago. Oh, my goodness. So is this something that has been a dream of yours? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Ever since I was a young girl, I grew up watching the Miss America pageant and During the commercial breaks, just like my mom would do when she was a little girl, I would run back to the piano and I would practice my talent during the commercial breaks and just imagine my day on the Miss America stage, which is coming up just three weeks away. So super exciting. What you just said is so powerful because you visualize that Mm -hmm. in your mind. You actually went and played the piano. And I truly believe that what you think about you bring about. Oh, absolutely. I know that it took a minute for you to actually get into (laughs) pageants in general. It It is my understanding that this was your first time out even competing. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. I went as Miss Oregon actually just two nights ago to Miss Coos County and I was like, wow, it was literally just seven months ago that I competed at my very first pageant or competition like this. And which city did you earn the first crown so i became miss emerald valley which is actually an open title i competed at miss portland and i did not win and i felt just a little bit defeated and i was given the title miss congeniality which was so sweet and meant so much coming from these females but i felt really defeated and taylor ballard miss oregon 2018 approached me after the competition and she told me that i absolutely needed to compete the next weekend and give it another shot and i did She has been instrumental in your journey to Miss Oregon. Tell me about that relationship and how Mm -hmm. she's inspired you. Yes, Taylor. So she told me after the competition, please reach out, find me on Facebook. And I kind of was like, "Uh, I don't know. I just felt like I tried my best, but I knew at Miss Portland, I really wasn't myself. I wasn't true to who I know I am. And I kind of tried to be who I thought they might want me to be. Mm. She ended up actually reaching out to me the next day before I even had the chance to reach out to her. And she said, please just give me 20 minutes of your time over FaceTime. And she encouraged me. And once I became Miss Emerald Valley, I needed a mentor. And she so graciously stepped in and prepared me for Miss Oregon and lined up different interviews with her Miss America sisters. And she really has just been there for me every step of the way. 
well, it's obviously paid off. And someone else who was kind of pushing you in the corner was your father, Dennis mm-hmm. Hayes, who happens to be my boss. <laughs> How proud he is of you. What was that like? Because I know at one point, you know, you needed a little bit of a push. Yes. Again, I just kind of felt defeated. And my parents told me, they said, I absolutely know that you can go to Miss America, that you can do it. And at this point, I just wanted to win a local title. So I kind of was like, I don't know if I can go to Miss America, but just let me at least try to get to Miss Oregon. So my parents, I mean, they are just so, so encouraging. And I knew that whether or not I won Miss Emerald Valley or whether or not I won Miss Oregon, that I had a family that loved and supported me. So, And your mom, let's not forget Miss Jill Hayes. Yes. Let me make sure I mention Miss Jill Hayes as well. <laughs> is so godly proud of you. Let's talk about your platform, how you came to decide on this particular platform, because that's mm-hmm. that's something that you're going to carry with you as Miss America. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going ahead and I'm going to say it. Get excited. <laughs> you're so sweet. <laughs> well, my platform or social impact initiative, as it's now called, is titled Generation Next, Equity for the Underserved. Mm. And from a young age, I really always had a passion for youth And kids, I loved babysitting growing up, and I really just wanted to give back to underserved youth and help them realize that there really is a hope for the future and that they are tomorrow's leaders. I did speech and debate, team policy debate in high school, so I love debating the merits of policy change. A couple years ago, my sister went to eat downtown Portland, and she noticed that this homeless girl outside looked familiar. It was my friend that I had grown up with. She was homeless, and that really just struck me right in the heart. And I knew that she kind of had a rough time growing up. And really, that made me know that maybe potentially had I done something different when I was younger, Mm. maybe she would be in a different situation. Maybe had she actually had a mentor or people that supported her and loved her. Right. So Generation Next is really focused on hands-on mentorship, evaluating policies and changing policies surrounding economic security for youth and underserved communities And then finally, just spreading awareness. So platforms like this where I'm able to talk about my platform is absolutely huge for me because it's so important that people know there's youth out there that just want to feel loved. Living in Portland, living Mm -hmm. in downtown Portland myself, the last five years until I just recently purchased a home, I saw it every day. Mm. And when you see that and you you wonder or your your child, because I have a 16 year old son, mom, can you give them money? Can you do this? Can you do this? I'm like, you can't do it for everybody in Mm -hmm. this way, but there are so many ways that we can help. What do you feel is the biggest issue with Generation X right now? And what area are they underserved the most, in your opinion? That's difficult. I feel like there's a lot of different things to contribute to where Generation X is at right now. I feel that, and something my sister was just reading in one of her books is, I mean, first of all, social media. Social media is huge. I think there's definitely benefits to it. I mean, as Miss Oregon, I've been able to reach so many more people through TikTok, through Instagram, through creating reels. So that's really incredible. But unfortunately, social media is not all positive. So I believe that's a really big instrumental issue. And I also believe that it has to do with our education system. Mm -hmm. I mean, the United States used to rank third for the quantity and quality of high school diplomas. And now I believe it's ranked 37th in the world. I mean, education is also huge. And again, I mean, youth just knowing that I was able to be a mentor for Design Studio. I mean, through that, I just saw how big and how important mentorship is for youth to feel like someone does love them, that there is someone that they can rely on. And I feel like for youth, it's also trust 
that they've been hurt by so many people, whether that's teachers, whether that's students at school, whether that's their parents, that youth don't have a lot of trust and youth currently don't have a lot of hope. And the guidance, just speaking personally, I put myself through school. I didn't have a parent who was like, oh, you have to go to college. Mm. You know, it was kind of like, let's get through high school. Yes. And I'm going to be proud of you if you do that. But I ended up being the first in my family to graduate from college. That's and incredible. didn't know how college was going to happen. But a friend of mine got a basketball scholarship at the University of Alaska. Wow, and that's incredible. when he came back, his mother was like a second mom to me. And we were like going, is he going to do it? Is he not going to do it? So when we asked, he said, yes, under one condition. I told the coaches if they gave you a cheerleading scholarship. Oh, my And goodness. that's how I ended up going to college. Wow. Had $500 in my pocket. And... A dream and a prayer. Wow. And I'd always said, Lord, if you bless me to get out of this place, Mm -hmm. I promise you I'll make something in my life. And I know that God has a huge impact on your life as well. Mm -hmm. I know that we had talked about you being Miss Oregon first time out. (laughs) Now, being a pageant girl myself, and we have that in common. My mother and I watched (laughs) the pageants when we were growing up. And my mom always picked the winner. Always. I was like, I don't remember a year she didn't pick the winner. So why haven't I won it yet? I'm just trying to figure that out. I'm just playing. So the first time out, I concur with you. This is a God thing. Oh, it is. Many young ladies who are vying for the Miss America position go through local pageants year after year after year. And sometimes they get through to Miss Oregon or whatever state they're competing in. And they might even have to go back and compete several Mm -hmm. more times in different cities. How did that feel as you were going through this and going to Miss Oregon and your name is announced as Miss Oregon 2021? I'm getting goosebumps (laughs) just thinking back to that moment. And something that I say that I struggle with is imposter syndrome. And it's just kind of the idea thinking that I'm doing something, but like, do I really deserve this? Going into Miss Oregon, I knew that I absolutely just wanted to be myself. I knew that I had lost Miss Portland, so I kind of just felt like, what are the odds I'm going to win Miss Oregon? And I knew that if I was going to win, it would absolutely be by the hand of God. I remember I competed at finals, and there was a little intermission. We had done everything. We were walking back down, and we were about to be announced. And I just remember looking at the stage, and I prayed in my heart, and I said, God, if it's my time to be Miss Oregon, then let me become Miss Oregon. And if it's not, then it's not your plan. I just remember holding the hands of my first runner-up, Allison Burke. She's just incredible, the most gracious, kind, talented woman. And we were holding hands before they had even announced the name of Miss Oregon 2021. And tears just started filling my eyes. And I just started crying and crying. And they announced my name. And I just remember crying. And as they said, okay here's your crown and your sash and your flowers go and take your walk and you walk down the runway and I remember seeing my parents at the end of the runway and my mom I've never seen Jill Hayes jump that high in my whole life and she is just praising God and just saying thank you Jesus and we're all crying I'm crying I'm about to cry right now I can feel it I can feel like prayer works okay And if you don't believe that, go to thefishportland.com because we have a 24-hour prayer network, I'm just saying. 
prayer is so powerful and you are such a wonderful representation for the state of Oregon. I am so godly Thank proud you. of you. So this is going to be the 100th anniversary of the Miss America pageant. And it's going to be happening December the 16th. So get your tickets if you want to go. Yes. <laughs> yes, let's fly to Connecticut yes. and be there with you to support you. Uh, will it be aired on television? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you know where yet? Um, I don't yet know where, but I'm pretty sure they will be announcing that shortly. So stay yes. tuned. It used to be we knew. It was going to be CBS, NBC, or ABC. But nowadays, who knows? But there have been some changes in the Miss America mm-hmm. pageant. I would say in 2018, midstream is when we lost the swimsuit competition. Now, you weren't competing back then. Maybe you were watching. What were your thoughts with that change? And how do you feel that's affected this generation of Miss America competitors? Yes. So midway through 2018, they introduced Miss America 2.0 by eliminating the swimsuit. For me personally, I think that it really was instrumental in showing how much this organization has progressed and because there's no more swimsuit it's actually no longer technically called a pageant because none of it has to do with your looks or your appearance and it's solely based on your talent your social impact what you're doing for your community your interview skills so personally i i mean i'm all about fitness and health mentally physically that's so important but i also think it's really an amazing thing that this program is solely focused on what you as a woman are doing and to further your education and that it's not about your looks because Miss America can be anyone. She can look like anything. And I think that's just an incredible thing about this program. Is it too late for me to do it? No, I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Um, So excited. Not only did you win Miss Oregon, you won evening gown, which is huge. And you also won talent, which is huge. (laughs) Okay, so like you were like hitting it out of the park. But I think the other element of the Miss America pageant that is really the one that everybody looks at that is the make or break is interview. Mm -hmm. How are you preparing? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I have been preparing. You're preparing right now, aren't you? (laughs) I mean, yes, exactly. Right now. I've done um, a few interviews like this, been on a few podcasts, so that's been awesome. My Miss Oregon sisters are so sweet to just throw questions at me here and there. And, I mean, every single morning I'm listening to the news. I'm staying up to date on everything that's happening. So, I mean, that's really the main way I've been trying to stay focused for interview. Fantastic. Wherever you get your news, you just have to stay on top of it. It changes every week. So It does. (laughs) Absolutely. So because you have won talent, evening gown, and of course, the Miss Oregon title, that's helping with scholarships. And Mm -hmm. you are going to school to become a lawyer. Yes. Not the first in the family. Yes, my brother. He's a deputy felony district attorney in Oregon City. So watching him go through this process and he's always told me, if I can do it, you can do it. And he actually told me, which I will hold him accountable to this. He told me that if I went to law school, he would pay for all of my books. I'm not sure if he remembers that, but I remember it. (laughs) Yes, you do. So you can use that $10,500 scholarship for something else. Yes, exactly. (laughs) He's paying for the books. (laughs) Fantastic. Okay, so you just educated me. It is no longer called the Miss Oregon pageant. It's Miss Oregon competition. Yes. Miss Oregon competition. Mm -hmm. Okay, fantastic. And then for Miss America, 
it's going to be Miss America competition. Yes. Okay. So we're no longer contestants. We're candidates. And many of us old schoolers who've been following pageants for years, I think we're always going to call it a pageant. Mm-hmm. It's just in the back of our heads. We're going to have to get accustomed to competition. Yes, that's okay. all right. Fantastic. So as Miss America, mm-hmm. what will be the one thing that you're looking forward to the most if you are crowned Miss America 2022? I personally, and anybody that knows me, I worked at Chipotle for four and a half years, which was incredible. Chipotle really has prepared me for life. That has prepared me. But something that no matter how bad the shift was, and let me tell you, at Chipotle, it can get bad. And no matter what's happening in life, I feel like I always have some form of hope and optimism. And I mean, coming out of the year that we have come out of, I mean, just in America alone, over 700,000 deaths from COVID and I think it's so interesting that the only Miss Oregon to ever win Miss America was Katie Harmon. And she's just an absolutely incredible woman. And she was crowned right after 9-11. And she knew that she had to be a healer as that Miss America. And I believe that the next Miss America really is the same, that she is a healer. And something that I'm so excited for is just to share my optimism and hope that I have for the future. This program has been here for 100 years, and I absolutely believe that this program can go the next 100. So for me, I mean, instilling that for all people across America and across the world, but really specifically for underserved youth, I want to show our next generation of leaders that there is hope for the future. And that is what I'm looking forward to most if I become Miss America 2022. You got my vote. I'm just saying. I just got chill bumps. Oh, my goodness. That was amazing. Very quickly, your talent. We haven't talked about that. You've been playing piano for? Since I was four years old. And you are going to be singing an Alicia Keys song? Yes, if I ain't got you. And something that's also really interesting is this piece, which I had no idea until recently, was also written right after 9-11 And so I'm like, wow, it's just kind of all coming together. And the whole reason I chose this piece is I did experience the loss of multiple people last December within one week. And this piece really spoke to me that the physical things, the diamond rings, none of that matters. What matters Mm. is the relationships we have with the people around us. And I think everybody has so been hit by that, by COVID-19. So I'm so excited to share my talent and this love for music that I have. You want to sing for us? (laughs) I'm just playing. No. I'm not going to make you do that. <laughs> Let's just do the pageant right here. This is the next Miss America. Abigail Hayes, Miss Oregon 2021. You could not represent our state any better. I am so excited. You, and I'm seriously considering getting a ticket and flying up to Connecticut <laughs> to see you. I just, I believe that you're going to go far. And um, so blessed, so blessed to know you and your family. What a blessed family. And I think you'll be a great Miss America. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. And if you'd like more information on the Miss America competition and you would like to check it out, What's the website? Where can they go to get tickets? You can just go to MissAmerica.com, and I I believe just right there you can go and purchase your tickets and find out all of the latest information. And if you can't go in person, definitely support our Miss Oregon by checking her out on television. That is going to come soon. We'll find out where it is, but that'll all be on the (laughs) Miss America website. And that will do it for another episode of Life Inspired. I'm Crystal Thornton. Thank you so much for listening.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.